Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. All right, we ready to go? I think so. Yep. Uh-oh, Ranger getting two-man advantage. Ooh, goody. 22? 22. 22. We made the joke last week? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did we make the episode uh, the, the joke last week that we, uh, we're legal now? Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 22, Friends and Rivals podcast. No thanks to Nick. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are Stephen Wojtowicz, Bill Fougere, Nick Florida. Wow, it's like they're cha- like you're screaming and chanting from your the, name from the rooftops. My, my word! Almost like a yard sale going on over here. <laughs> First and foremost, we have breaking news that everybody is on the edge of their seats after today's announcement that Counting Crows will launch a new album, four-song album, May 21st, Butter Miracle Sweet One, whatever it's called, um, with four four songs. The first song debuted today, Elevator Boots. Uh, Very, very good, catchy song. There will be Angels of 14th Street. Uh, What else we got? Get up out of your no uh, the tall grass and there's another one in there. More importantly, new oh, music whatever. coming your way. One song now, three songs at the end of May. Why so, are we talking so, about so music? Excited. This is the first new music they will release in five years. No, seven years. Seven. Seven years. Years. I mean, I understand he got he got really. Adam Dirt's got really bored during the COVID because he started that cooking show with wine or something. Um, he didn't think about writing a couple songs about that. I mean, four. Look, I'm I'm not I'm not lifting a, looking a gift horse in the mouth because you know four brand new songs. I'm happy as hell. But really, can we get at least six, maybe seven? Well, there's going to be four more to complete the album released in the fall. Four yeah, now, yeah. four I in the get fall. The entire article, so one whole album. Good. Oh. Well, okay, then that makes me feel a little bit better then. Eight songs. More of a progressive rock theme thing they're doing too, where the songs kind of are, one leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. Ah, wonderful. That's fantastic. So very, very exciting news today. Um, I, however, am going to be of no help on this podcast, which I'm usually not. Uh, I'm in the midst of doing my master bathroom renovation and that has been kicking my ass for the past week. So I have barely listened to hockey. I've been barely following. I've been barely on the shitter on tw- on the Twitter. So um, I'm going to be re- relying on my co-host tonight to really carry the load. Oh, Jesus. Get us through all of this tonight. <clears throat> and we're going to start with the new NHL TV deal. Now, this one came out of left field for me. TNT, Turner. I mean, are they, are they planning on bringing WCW back during intermissions or something? Because that would be awesome. Um, but TNT coming, uh, is Charles Barkley going to be doing some commentating? That would be incredible. Well, there's definitely going to be, I bet you there's going to be crossover stuff. They really? said they said that the, the pre and post-game show is going to mirror what they do for basketball. So it's going to be a lot more fun, a lot more joking around on the set rather than just 
facts and stupid Mike Milbury and I've never seen their pregame stuff. Never seen. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't either. So, so with that said, who do you think would be a, a good, you know, host to actually be on this me. show? That would be. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm nominating me that yeah. I can do it. I, I although I have a face for radio, mm-hmm. I think I can do it. Yeah, but yeah. then as soon as you have a, a master bathroom project, you're not going to be able to make it for two weeks. That, that's well, not going to well, help them at all. Am I here? Did I show up? Am I here? You're not am, at a Mets am game, I at a that's Mets, for sure. Am I at a Mets-Phillies game? No, I'm right here. I'm hurting. Every part of my body hurts. I got a 43. I feel like I'm an 83. But I'm here, in the seat, doing what I love. You all look at Dale. You said girls don't like to talk about. You said girls don't like to talk about their age, and he just she just mentioned it. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Matt Matt Lachlan is obviously the front runner to host I that would show. Blow up right? TNT. Get it? Blow up TNT. That's great. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Of course, I would never do that. Only Matt Lachlan. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I know enough of the hosts around the league to know who would be a good. Studio host, oh, fuck you, Sean Couturier. It would be tough. There's a lot of um, like non personalities in the HL. I mean, you know, it's it's difficult to find like a. This is like literally out of the wheelhouse, unless they pull in like, you know, Fizz Nasty and like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how we would do being a host, but Kevin Weeks would be entertaining. I think I like Kevin Weeks. I don't know if that's the right show for him, unless he's running the show. Like if he's that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't know because he's not did. the. Of course, you said Kevin Weeks. Look, anybody but Pierre. I think we can all agree on that. Anybody uh, but Pierre. I think this means that Pierre's fucking gone. I think he's I, done. I don't know. Oh God. Nah, I think he'll land at ESPN. Um. So well, you got ESPN and you have the TNT uh, Turner with the uh, with the two TV deals. It's seven year deals at around six hundred and forty five million dollars oh boy apparently no i'm just i was agreeing with you (laughs) good uh 600 that okay good that's what i had billy check my numbers is that right 420 and 225 bill go good job buddy. way to be on way to be on the point way to be on the point in in concert with the canada tv deal which was signed in 2013 12 years at 5.23 billion dollars canadian what is that like? A hundred bucks American? Yeah, I think so. Was, it was <laughs> in the Milky Way. All right. So now, the I don't think the NHL can cry poverty anymore with regards to uh, with regards. I to wanted to media. I wanted to sit down today and really go through the numbers. I didn't get a chance to. So you stood to up to come up it? with to come up with the revenue that teams lost out on last year just by ticket sales. So not necessarily all the ad revenue and stuff like that, but strictly ticket sales. I would feel like this deal that the increase in this deal has got to make up for that. Um, yeah. And then you, you look at Seattle's uh, initiation fee coming into the league. Which they're the saying isn't going to factor at all. Yeah, of course they're not going to say that, but in conjunction with, with everything, the NHL is in pretty good shape. Bill, what are your thoughts? Bill. Raheem Zamora. Bill. Bill, Bill what do you think? Where, Bill, we don't. Where's soundboard Bill? Bill, Is soundboard Bill back. I can, can we, load him back up. Can we, but can we get Bill, soundboard Bill, Bill back what are your thoughts, here, Bill? Bill, soundboard what do you think, Bill? Bill, we need Bill, thoughts. Bill. Go and go. <laughs> Bill, what are your thoughts on that question? Go. That's a lot of money. What, what were we saying? I'm having a bad internet day. 
goddamn cable vision. Yeah. Fucking Rangers. Hey! Well, cable vision Rangers. It's all one conglomerate piece of crap organization. Uh, you mean one happy family. Sure. Synergy and stuff. What, what were we saying? I had no idea what we were saying when we went to when we went to Bill. Well, when I disappeared, you guys were still talking about the uh, the deals and, and the money. The to- so, so this has got, you got to think that this total deal is making up for the money they lost out on last year, right? Thanks, Bill. I'm, Good point. I'm going to say sure. Awesome. Well, Thank God we have you on. Thank God they lost ticket here. sales, but they lost all the overhead of running the games at, at those rinks too. I mean, when they reopened, they you know went went all bubbly and stuff. So you know, uh, they, they, so they, it probably wasn't as as much of an impact of as the sheer ticket sale, like the the top line. But but yeah, yeah, this is I mean it's huge. Uh, they're and like you said, they can't they can't cry about not having money now. Got to see some salary had- cap space go up a little bit. I just can't understand how NBC being such a great partner with the NHL could just let them slip away unless it was not in their plans anymore to, to carry any professional sports other than golf. So I did a little research into this while reading the article, the head of TNT sports is a guy named Jeff Zucker. Jeff Zucker used to be the head of NBC from 2003 to 2010. He was at, at ABC NBC for those years. Right. So that's the start of the NHL deal with NBC. Yeah, that was 2005, 2006. And in 2010, he got let go. And I have no doubt in my mind that this guy's ego fueled him to say, I'm going to stick it to NBC and I'm going to get this package and I'm going to make it so they can't have it anymore. I have no doubt in my mind that he that he's that kind of person that would go out of his way to sign a deal with the NHL to do that. Yeah, I could see that. And I, could, I think also, you know, they can probably look at it as, hey, this is a good deal for us. Look at what we did with the NBA. The NBA, you know, it was NBA. It was, it was fine. It was, but what they've done with it, um, with the show, the, you know, the show afterward, after, after yeah. the NBA games, that's a huge highlight reel. I mean, Shaq and, and Kenny, and Chuck, they are fucking hilarious. And I, I think they're going to, they look at it this way is like, hey, we could do this once, we could do it again. Right. But the NHL has nobody's in, right. personalities in these. Who is it? They pull, they keep pulling fucking Mike Milbury up and Pierre Maguire. No, no, there's definitely all these ex players that, you know, Roenick. But like, they're okay. But like, they're all like, they're, there's the game's past them. You got to get players they're, who aren't afraid to yeah, be a little controversial. Mind, you know? I, I mean, think Roenick was heading that way and got shown the door. He did, but he got, you know, he, he got also... canceled, and that's that's the problem with having a daring show is you know I, they're not going to get away with what Shaq and Chuck and all you those can, guys get away with. There's a double standard, and and they're not going to get away with the same thing. You can get away with saying some of the things. It's just the things they said that you can't get away with. There's there's things yeah. you can do to be entertaining. Yeah, Roenick went on another another show and talked about how his wife and you know, or the girl, a girl he was with, uh, his co-host, right? Co-host or yeah. you know, on the on another podcast or show, uh, how like she was like, oh, you know, smoking hot and you know, making making allusions that like he'd have a threesome with her with his wife and and like that was like, yeah, that's not cool. You work with this person, and right. in any other anywhere you work, any other job, 
yeah, same thing. It's whatever. not gonna happen. Like you, you don't think that would happen? With like if Shaq or Chuck did that, they would right. do the same. They'd have to fire them because they can't sit there and have that that double standard. They'd be like, well, fuck, and they have to figure it out. Now they could try power through it, but you know what? It's really yeah. hard these days. Yeah. So I don't know if they would be able to make that that leap. Now that's not to say that Chuck and and Shaq and and, and Kenny have said shit. Like, they definitely, they shit. yeah, they say things. Chuck says whatever's on his fucking mind. He's yeah. uh, he's crazy man. But you know, he's also like pretty tame most of the time. It's not yeah. like it's like they're mostly making fun of each other as opposed and then making good points about, you know, what's going on in the, other, the game. The other two aspects of the of the Turner deal that really intrigued me were the Bleacher Report streaming, which I didn't know TNT was involved in. Wow. And also HBO Max's involvement streaming games and then the lead up to the winter classic stuff that's i think what i read they were going to be doing great so looks like you got to add bleacher report to the accounts you follow on twitter now so even even if you're not a paid subscriber to these to these online platforms right disney plus and hbo max um you're still not going to be able to view the games while they're on those paid services but they will also not be blacked out on your provider is that correct we know that if if they are broadcasting a devil's game would i still be able to watch it on fox sports correct i would imagine or an an msg it's not fox sports msg oh well whatever i would imagine yeah right because the local tv deals they they got a they got a trump they got it unless it's a national game but even a national game on hbo max you're blacking it out well and that yeah national game wouldn't be on the streaming service i guess Right. Well, it would be on ESPN, or it would be on TNT. Would be a right. national, or what? What are the? Or, or no, 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 no. The the ESPN deal includes seventy five national games per season, exclusively on Hulu and ESPN Plus. So you will need Hulu or ESPN Plus to watch those. All right, well, who's getting the ESPN Plus subscription? Well, you already got Hulu. Oh, you got one. Well, no, we have Hulu, but we don't have ESPN Plus. It's, it's the same. It's Hulu slash ESPN Plus. I think if you have Hulu... Wait, so your login works on ESPN Plus? I don't... Th- I think it does for certain content. Uh, I have to try that out. I didn't know that. All right. I, no, there's, we, a we package, look. there's a package deal with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. It's like $12.99 a month or something like that. No, I think it's right. 20 no, right. no, they, there's a deal going on right now. Okay, 13 bucks a month. Yeah, I have a different deal. I have the I, I think it was like 50 bucks for the year for ESPN, so it's like less than five dollars a month. And then Hulu is like six. Bill, 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 fifty dollars yes. a year. What's the per month charge? <laughs> a little over four dollars a month. Four four fifty? Isn't it like four fifty? Less than that. Okay, good. Thank you. That's great. So you had asked Tom also, what about Fox, right? Well, Fox yeah, was think, in it, and then all of a sudden, because as soon as we heard that N- NBC was falling out of the race, everybody jumped on the Fox bandwagon. And yeah, was, it's a done deal with Fox. Here we go. Let's get it done. I wonder if Fox decided they just don't want to be in hockey, and that they're going to focus on football and NASCAR. Because remember. They had the the U.S. Open. People still watch NASCAR? They had signed a 12-year deal with the USGA in 2015. And they only made it five years into that deal before they said, you know what? 
we changed our mind. We don't want it anymore and walked away from it. Wait, they signed a deal that, and then they can walk away from it? That's what they did. And then that it was this was last year because the, the US Open got pushed from June to the fall. And yeah. they didn't want it. They didn't want it interfering with their football coverage. Can you blame them? And they said, you know what? We don't want the U.S. Open anymore. And that's why it was on NBC. So again, I wonder if this is just them deciding that they want those sports that are popular in the South, football and NASCAR. Well, and NASCAR. NASCAR. I mean, I don't. I still don't get it. But all right. What's on? What's on Fox Sports One? Like what? is baseball. on that channel baseball i see a lot of baseball on there really okay yeah well i mean in, in season when not in season i have no idea because i don't turn it on but i would imagine it's race car or, or whatever I, I think it's a lot of talking shows too they do a lot of like sports radio simulcast shows it seems like i don't know i know cbs Sportsnet does um they do a lot they of do. simulcasting yeah they i do mean it, it would have been a slam dunk for them they simulcast Boomer and Geo, but you know CBS. What does CBS? Who does CBS have? They have they have football. They have got golf, football, college golf. Ba- college basketball. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, they, they make, make they make enough on college basketball to survive the whole year, probably. Yeah. Um, is is Turner Sports going to be a channel, or no. is it going to be on? I thought it was going to be on TNT slash TBS. Yeah, that's, but this, the way this thing is written up, it's called Turner. It's just called Turner Sports. Like it implies like it's going to be a network. That's the way the logo looks, at least anyway. Well, as part of the agreement, Turner Sports Networks will televise the NHL Classic, the NHL, the, 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 in all seven years of the deal. So they are referring to it as Turner Sports Networks. I think so maybe that's because there's TBS to- and TNT, right? Because it's two networks? That's But that's... So they're not going to start a network, a yeah, sports they're, network. They're, they're just going to use those to have another network, but... versus. <laughs> it's a great network. Oh wait, did they do that already? The outdoor sports network. <laughs> it's gonna be like ESPN eight, the Ocho. Oh, so I, I think obviously a great deal, great deal by the NHL, right? You got to hand it to Batman on this one. He. He took a two. He took it from two hundred to six hundred and forty-five. Well, the player share in the revenue of the league that doesn't include TV deals, right? It's just ticket sales and merchandise is part of the players' agreements. I don't know how that works. I thought it was all hockey-related revenue, and broadcasting would factor in there. It would have to, right? I would think. At least national, maybe not the local networks, but at least the national. Well, how the hell for the foreseeable future can the friggin' salary cap stay at 81.5? Because it was done before this deal was done. But even still, even after this, even after this deal is done, for the foreseeable future, it's gonna stay at 81.5. Because they agreed to it before this deal was done. When's the CBA up? I don't know. When's the next strike? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. There was an article on the leafsnation.com with a recent track record of helping increase exposure for some of the other North American sports. The NHL getting this deal done will do a lot of good for the growth of the game and the salary cap. Yeah. 
And it seems like uh, Bettman was saying we have six years of labor peace uh, that we're in the midst of and the point to which the cap will then kick into the old formula. I think as a result of our partnerships moving forward will be sooner uh, than it otherwise would have been. So he's, he's thinking that it's going to go back to the old formula sooner than, than later. But to brag about six years of labor peace, yeah, no. that's something to brag about. They're not going to be happy. Is that something to brag about? They're not going to be happy. The NHL? Share this deal. Well, yeah, it's a good point, Bill. It's a really good point. But it's an amazing hey, run for the NHL. This is we we since we started this podcast, we've been talking about a new TV deal and what would be best for for the NHL and putting it on. If TV. I'm not mistaken, we were yes. in the four hundreds, right? We thought it was going to be yeah. in the four hundreds. Yeah, but higher. But Fuck ESPN you, and it puts it on so many other TV sets everywhere that you don't have to go looking for NBC Sports and hope that the, the hotels got it or anything else like that. Um, ESPN, TNT, TBS, those networks are everywhere. And this is just a good thing just for the sport of hockey. It definitely is. Financials. Yes, it is a good deal. Right. <laughs> okay, good. I think, I, I, as I said, I think I mean, we didn't, we didn't re- revisit our predictions maybe we'll have to do it next week uh because this kind of came up this kind of came up pretty quick today yeah what did i even predict i don't remember but i I, think you predicted that they were going to just stick with newspaper coverage i think that's what you were in favor of you're talking about the star ledger home news home news tribune yeah the news tribune that's what i was talking about ladies and gentlemen puck is cleared the streak is over what streak the Devils have defeated the Philadelphia Flyers by a final score of six to four. Oh, you beat the Flyers? Who hasn't? So, do you need to let, do you need to let one out, buddy? It's time. You can do it. I promised Ness I wouldn't do this. Hey, that's my joke. Fucking Nobody ever did that before me. Fucking Ooh. Penguins, Bill. <laughs> how the fuck are they in first place? The what, the Penguins? Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? They're when did anymore, that happen? But, but it's it's been a, a slow and steady climb. So so since the first couple of weeks of February, when they kind of stumbled out of the gate a little bit, they've just been they've been consistent. They haven't lost more than two games in a row all season. They haven't. You you can't look at a seven a, ga- a set of seven games since mid February where they've lost four out of seven. Um, and uh, and so they've just been getting their points and and. Uh, and slowly climbing up, and they did briefly climb up above in the first place. They lost tonight, so they're going to drop below uh, the Capitals, most likely, depending on how that game goes. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they, they did make it, in the, and they're and they're and they're in the mix to to finish there. And it's and it's just been it's just been getting their defense in order. They're they're playing very very good in their own end, getting really good goaltending now, and, um, and that's really been carrying them. Mike Matheson for the Norse. Slow down. <laughs> he's been he's been good, but uh, no, 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 not no. not not since uh, PK Subban would there have been a more undeserving uh, uh, Norris winner. So I, think I saw I think I saw somewhere their home record is like twenty wins, three and two. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, twenty three and three now, but you know. 
tough, tough opponent tonight with Boston. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's why, you know, I, I usually don't really even care where the, where the Penguins end up as in standings wise, as long as they're in the playoffs, because it's never really mattered that they've always been a good home team, but not so uh, lopsided, uh, you know, in favor of being a home team, but yeah, uh, considering the way things have gone this season, and especially with the Islanders in the mix being another team that's that's really tough on their home ice, um, those might be uh, extra points worth fighting for um, over the last uh, few games. Uh, they might opt to really go for it instead of starting to sit people out when they know that they have a playoff berth. Uh, so it's, does Pittsburgh management see this them playing all this game and games in front of a mostly empty arena and think we got to sell less tickets to have a more successful team? Is that could that be a strategy? Sure. I okay. Why is, not? Is, is Malkin skating? Is he is he is he back playing? What's he doing? Malkin is uh, skating. Uh, it, it's a possibility that he can be back for Washington later this week. Uh, but with the Penguins, you, you really never know that he's just gonna he's just gonna flop out, you know, uh, under the ice one day without anybody really having uh, any kind of prior knowledge, and and he'll be in pregame warmups, and and then off he'll go. I gotta ask you. Uh, a question. But he has been skating non-contact jersey. Yeah. I gotta ask you a question though. Is that is that gonna hurt the Penguins? Uh, well, it depends on which version of Malkin comes back. I was just really thinking about this uh, today too. Like the 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 Penguins, you know, a lot of their success this season, as I mentioned, is is their um, improvement defensively. Um, the Penguins, the Penguins have had good defensive teams in the past. I mean, you, you can't win oh, no. Stanley Cups without great defense. Uh, and at the at the same time. Um, the, yeah, I know. I, I my, Mike, my robot Mike, guy came back, didn't he? Back. Yeah, my internet is really in and out today. It's gonna, yeah. There's gonna be a few of those. But, well, tell uh, Jen to get off watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now. I, I think it was the Baby Yoda show today. What's uh, that what? called again? Oh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Jesus I Christ! So. You live in a fucking bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Aren't you a Star Wars guy? Uh, no, no, not anymore. Not since I was. Not since I was of the age that I should be a Star Wars guy, I guess. Um, but, you know, I've grown wait, up. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. And what age is that, you cocksucker? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe through middle school. Wait, that's when you should stop liking Star Wars? <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we've moved off of the Malkin topic. <laughs> You're damn right we have. What the... <laughs> If Malkin, if Malkin was a Star Wars character, who would he be? Uh, which one did Samuel L. Jackson play? He, he would be the... It's a trap. He would be that guy. It's a trap. He wouldn't be Jar Jar Binks? Me coming back to the NHL. It's a trap. That's very good. Impressions with Steve. Ooh, I want to stay on the Star Wars topic for just a little bit longer. Yeah, go ahead. So you're saying a grown man or a woman cannot be into star wars past middle school age i'd say if if you're truly a grown up first of all that was a terribly worded fucking question shut up steve no one asked you (laughs) (laughs) look if if there's a little bit of kid inside that's nostalgic i mean they're they're awful they're they're truly awful to watch if if you have adult tastes and adult sensibilities. Now, if now I'm not saying I'm not trying to insult and, people. And, like and what are adult tastes and adult sensibilities, Bill? What's your definition of that? Porn dialogue that's not idiotic, action that's not predictable, and like um, porn but, isn't predictable. <laughs> Gee, who saw that coming? She Lit- did right in her eye. <laughs> Literally. Oh, 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 oh. 
Okay, keep going. No problem with people who like Star Wars. I used to love Star Wars. I know like every word of like the first three movies. And and I was looking forward to when the movies, when, when they relaunched the movies, I went there and I said, oh, this is kind of stupid. It's passed me by. But I still, you know, I have a nostalgic enjoyment of the first of the original trilogy. He, what, basically what he's saying is he thinks they're fine movies for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, he yeah. thinks the first three were good, but then, and he's just too, he's too good for the other six that came out. No, you know, going no back and couldn't enjoy the storylines that were even there. Going back, the first three weren't good either, but I still have that nostalgic connection to them because I, I loved them as a child because I was a child. You had a thing for Princess Leia, didn't you? I mean, who didn't? The gold bikini, the thing? Come on, who didn't? Well, yeah. everybody did. Of course, yeah. Where were we? Peng- Malkin penguins? Where? How did we get the here? Malkin's coming back to the penguins, and I'm just saying it's a. If he comes back the way he was playing before he got hurt, then it's a great thing for the Penguins. But the thing that I was thinking about with the with the improvements in the Penguins' defense is that they're a team that does not give up odd man rushes anymore, not very often. Um, yeah, and even when the Penguins had great defensive teams and those Stanley Cup teams, they gave up more than their share of odd man rushes. And that that's part that's a part that they've clamped down on that is is a real surprise to me. Like that, I've never seen a Penguins team that's uh, that's been tough to get odd man rushes against and. And now Malkin coming back, yeah, you know, I mean, the, 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 the prime suspect when there's an odd man rush against the Penguins is, is Malkin throwing something backward in his zone, thinking that, he, that he's got like some kind of magic touch with a no-look pass. Um, so if he's playing well, if, he's, if his focus and attention to details what it was when he got hurt, then, then that's a very, very good thing for the Penguins. But it, it, it's, there's a possibility it could disrupt the chemistry. Uh, I'm glad to see him coming back. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that it, you know, if, at, at its best, it really solidifies a, a second-line threat, uh, which they could really use in the playoffs. Um, they, they need him back, and they need him at his best. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question about it. Kapanen back, too? Kapanen's been back and, and looking good for a few days. Yeah, he's been looking good. Good. Who's, who's uh, so it's really only Tanev that they're waiting on to, and, well, and we don't know when that's when he's coming back. You're definitely you're gonna need him for the playoffs. They need him for for the PK especially. Um, the blessing with the Penguins lately too has been that they don't take a lot of penalties. Um, so uh, it, it's but their penalty kill is not very good. Uh, and but Tanev would really help. Yeah. Uh, I love it when you have bad internet micro machines. It's a bad also. internet day. Oh, I love it. It's fan freaking tastic. Just to shift the focus away from Bill right now. No! Really, I apologize, but I'm going to go with my own little intro for this segment. It's time to do Impressions with Nick. I'd like to introduce our two panelists tonight. Uh, My first question to the panelists, what are your thoughts on the penalty which Sidney Crosby drew at the end of regulation, which led to the power play in overtime and ultimately won the game. Well, you look at Sidney Crosby from Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. He's a perennial MVP every year. Uh, he, he shoots the backhander like most shoot the forehand. And, uh, man, you just got to love Sidney Crosby, the way he gives it every game in and game out every night. Tom, Tom, uh, he, he's a crybaby. He goes out there, it's irresponsible. It's unprofessional, unbelievable. He goes out there. And he's a, a captain of his team. What's he do? He takes a, he doesn't even take a shot to the head. 
the the stuck barely grazed his, his his face mask. If I was the opposing coach, I'd been out there and kicked his ass, taking my shoe off and beat him up. He's the man up, take his skirt off. Unbelievable, Thomas. Wow. Uh, and my second question for the panelists. With the recent rules changes to make the game safer by penalizing players more heavily on headshots, how is that going to impact the league? What are your thoughts? Well, you need to, to take a look at players like Jonathan Taves, okay, for, for the, the, the pride and joy of Manitoba, uh, or Winnipeg. He's won the Mark Messier Leadership Award, Frank J. Selke Trophy. He's a Conn Smythe Award winner. He's one of the faces of the NHL. He must be protected at all costs. What, Tom? I can't. I can't even believe what you're talking about. This is just absolutely ridiculous. NHL is making this to a sissy game. You can't hit anything anymore. So he puts his head down. You gotta call his mom to tell him. See if you can actually hit him. You have to say it's okay. You need a permission slip. Tom, you're baby in these plays. You become a soccer mom. Why don't you bring some orange slices down in between periods? Give it to the players, just like you're supposed to do, you fucking pussy. And that's going to wrap up our segment. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> wow. Um, what was, so you, what, was Tom gotta, Pierre Maguire? Ding, ding, ding. That okay. was Pierre Maguire. What other and, cocksucker could I have been? <laughs> and uh, Nick, were you somebody who still works with the NHL? I don't think it's given it away. If I, if I, I was gonna, away. I was gonna guess foul mouth Dick Vitale. <laughs> no, I was actually as soon as you started talking, I was I was gonna guess Mike Milbury. You got it, Tom. So Tom didn't know. Who I, was. I was gonna I say actually, I was gonna say The Rock doing <laughs> NHL broadcast, but Mike <laughs> Milbury is a close second. <laughs> I was say, I was staying in the NHL, here, guys. <laughs> when when you when you listen to it tomorrow. I'll probably the rock. I want you to, you'll hear the rock. I heard a Dick Vitale game, too. Seriously, yeah. I can agree with you. Except you never said, baby. I did hear a little Take off your shoe and beat it with it. That's that's the old Milbury move. Who says that? Really? Oh, my God. He took off his shoe. He beat the shit out of a guy in the stands when he was a player. Yeah, he took off his shoe and beat him with it. No, that wasn't. Was that that was at the Garden, wasn't it? That was in in, in New York. Uh, it wasn't in Boston. Into the uh, into the stands, right? Was that in the Garden? <laughs> could have been. Well, it was in a Garden. It was either in Boston Garden or Madison Square. I thought it was, thought it was in Boston. Oh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Hmm. All right, four point night. Um, I'm gonna go first because I really don't have jack shit. Um, I didn't watch a lot of the Rangers games this week. Um, so. Why don't we use this time? So, to, why, so to, why don't you say fuck the Devils, fuck the Islanders, and fuck the Penguins, right? Wasn't that Steve's big? So I'll, I'll just do my line first. Well, I was a little more specific, but yes. Fuck everybody. Uh, Artemi oh, Panarin, Adam Fox, awesome. Oh, everybody saw my little wager with uh, one John Butchigross. Is that correct? We, we did. did. Um, we did. Very, very, very. So look, I, I, I went with the law of adver- averages there as opposed to my heart and my fandom. So now, anytime you can take the field versus one person, you got to, yeah. you got to go with I, the field. I, I, I agree. So it, um, I've been, I got to be honest with you. So if Adam Fox does not win the Norris. John Butchigross will be 
a guest on our show. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do, but we're, <laughs> we're just gonna enjoy. we're gonna oogle and ogle at him. Probably. Yeah, we'll we'll do impressions <laughs> with Nick all night. That'd be awesome. Why is he gonna do a shirtless? <laughs> so, I've well, been that. We'll talk about the County Crows. We'll talk about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll have fun. I've been watching, uh, paying more attention to Fox as the weeks go on. And I got to be honest with you, I, I'm right there with you. He's, if he doesn't get consideration this year, it's a mistake. I, I agree. Well, either way, you win, Tom. I mean, either he wins it and it's fucking awesome for you. Or... Right. And, and, and look, if he does, then we have to buy, buy a shirt. I, I'm going to think I'm going to buy a shirt anyway, um, just because he responded and, and agreed to the deal. So, yeah. Um, I do it think i'm gonna do that anyway but but still uh you know adam fox is is certainly one of the best defensemen in the league this year that i've seen game in and game out i haven't seen anybody play defense like him in quite a long time so he's good that, he's that, very those good are, those are my he's four good points. so fuck the penguins what do you got billy go go four points oh it's my four points now sure why not there really was a fast four points. Well, yeah, but look, I've been, I've been so. Fun. Oh my god, I, I, I hey, fuck him. Just I got go nothing. Just I got nothing. I'm on my way. Don't worry. Don't worry. My first point, my first Penguins point is about the Devils. Of course it is. <laughs> fuck. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and so the Penguins played the Devils and finished up their season series with them, and and um, they, yeah, they, they were, they were kind of knocking them around a little bit. No, whatever the. The, the devil's losing streak. I think it did the, the devil's losing streak officially end tonight, right? Yes. Very good. So did you not hear uh, that? Did you not hear him scream and stop the entire fucking show? Yeah. I just wanted to, <laughs> to say it again because it seems like it's such a good it's thing. It's noteworthy. Um what's but noteworthy? I, I noticed uh announcer John Kingsley. Who hasn't? Huh? No, nothing good. What? I said he they beat the Flyers. Who hasn't? Well, that's that's true. The Penguins do have a little bit of trouble with the Flyers for whatever reason. But um, uh, one of the calls last week during a, a Penguins-Devils uh, game, uh, just want to point out that John Cangelosi, when when uh, Zach Aston Reese just flattened uh, Will Butcher um, on one on one specific play, uh, Cangelosi's only reaction was, uh, and you know, uh, Aston Reese and, and Butcher come together at center ice and they both go down. Uh, well, like Zach Aston Reese just knocked Butcher in the next week and then tripped over his fucking corpse, and and that's all that Cangelosi had to say. So that is was my John. Guess. Is John Cangelosi any relation to Steve Cangelosi, who does the broadcasting for the Devils on MSG Network? Are they related? They're twins. Okay, they're twins. Thanks. I, how but, am I supposed to commit that guy's first name to memory? Well, Steve, Steve is very <laughs> enthusiastic about the Devils. I mean, I think that we're being just, nice about that. It's the same name as my name. You just think. I don't know any Steves. That's it's a silly name. Um, so my second Penguins point. So, you know, with Malkin coming back and how that's going to change the dynamic of that second line. Um, I was thinking, like, if the second Penguins line was Dream Theater, which band member would they? I'm going to get muted. Aren't yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he do that wow. again? Why would he think wow. doing it a second time would, <laughs> wow. would make it better? I was I wasn't really gonna do it this time. I, I was just that was just a joke, a little joke. I wasn't really gonna get into it. I have no I have no notes about that. 
uh, Mal could probably be uh, Mike Mangini. But um, so uh, my next points. Um, Eric Mangini. He plays for Dream Theater. I thought he was a coach. Mike Mangini. Oh, you gotta get your first names on point here, Steve. Right. I, I don't I understand. His name was why John Mangini. My fault. No, it's Eric. Um, Isn't it Eric? He used to coach the Browns and the Jets. Thank you. That, that, he just he repeated Steve's my fucking joke. joke. Why would you? Yeah. Why would he? Repeat no, my we joke? could just. I mean, Nick, you want to make an Eric Mangini joke? It sucked the first next? time. Why would you say it a second? <laughs> We're just going around the horn with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's got a real Mangini between his legs. I like that one all better right. than the Eric Mangini ones. That's good. Um, the uh, so a, a real another real point. Um, the uh, one nothing win against Boston a couple nights ago for the Penguins um, was a, it was it was a real sudden playoff hockey like uh, environment in that game like the first time I had really seen it this season and and uh, although Boston came back and, and beat them tonight um, the two games they played against them were real tight and and uh, you, it just kind of felt like whoever scored first was going to win um, the game they played uh, on Sunday night against Boston uh, there were no goals and no penalties through two periods and I'm going to tell you there were there were plenty of penalties that could be called but it was it was obviously that just going to be that time of year and in a competitive kind of game where the referees were just going to put those whistles away like it was a, a real playoff game and and so a lot of uh, little holds little hooks to the hands lots of interference all all ignored um, Gensel got free just enough to to snipe one uh past the uh i don't think rask was playing that night whoever the uh sway swayman or whatever the oh uh, I, I know everybody likes when i do last names that i don't know um whoever that boston goalie was uh the other night um and and that was it that was the only goal of the game uh so it was encouraging to see the penguins you know get challenged with that sort of playoff style that obviously they haven't been successful with the last few years and uh and come through with a good competitive game um and uh and it, and it made me think also for my last point, you know, just wondering aloud uh, how how maybe the 2020 playoffs might have been different um, if Crosby and Gensel were healthy for him. I mean, Gensel was coming back from uh, a pretty devastating shoulder injury, really was a non-factor uh, when he played against Montreal. Crosby, the, there was something wrong with him. He wasn't getting the normal playing time that he got. And, and they got ousted pretty quickly. Um, but, you know, having had been pretty competitive playing pretty well for the most part until until a little bit of a late season slide in the 2020 season um you know it, looking forward hope, hopefully if, if those guys those same guys are healthy it, it could be a, a strong run based on based on what i'm seeing from um how they're playing in a playoff style game and and that the performance of that top line which um up until now has been been healthy uh so those are my points on the penguins before i get to anybody else hold on being the most optimistic Ranger fan ever, right? They are sitting at 58 points right now. And what, four points out of a, uh, a playoff spot. They have the two games, next two games, they play the Islanders. Even if they beat the Islanders two straight games, take all four points, there's still a point behind the Islanders. But then the Rangers have two against Washington, two against Boston. And then the Islanders have two against Buffalo, two against Jersey, and one against Boston. There is literally no way the Rangers make the playoffs this year. They can I mean, win I, every game from here on out, and they're not going to make the playoffs. They've, they've struggled to catch up. so bad. They, they've struggled to catch up. Like uh, when, when they were hot, they were struggling to catch up. Boston had won like six in a row or, or whatever, uh, and yeah, now it's seven out of nine. I was matching what they were doing. And, uh, and, and, and so the question I wanted to ask you, but you shot through your four points. 
Um, not like how how much now does it hurt? Does it does it bother you the whole Panarin situation where he disappeared for weeks earlier this season? Well, like, not how so could bad things have changed? Oh. No, because they didn't play that bad. It was the beginning of the season. Remember when we when we gave our our preseason, you know, thoughts and you come out of the gate slow, you're going to be hurting. And they came out of the gates shitty. At one point in time, they were worse than New Jersey. At one point in time, they were worse than Buffalo. Sorry, Steve. But that's just facts. And they can't, they just didn't have enough time in the season to recover. Look, if this was a regular season, they'd still have 25, 30 games left. And that's yeah. that'd be plenty of time to make up four points in the standings. No problem. But you have seven, six games left in the season. At this point in time, slow start, you're fucked. Rangers, you're fucked. You can win every game for the rest of the season. You're still not making the playoffs. And that, you know. Very possible. Sad. Very sad. But, hey, look, they did it to themselves with the start that they had. Um, nobody to blame but themselves. And, uh, look, if nothing else, this was definitely a positive year. Even, then, even if they missed the playoffs, it was a positive year. They were still a fun team. And the kids, man, the kids are here to play. So Okay. Now, I, you you, you skipped that. your time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna Sorry. I'm gonna jump in there because this uh, one of my points actually for the Isles this week was that they have to win those games against the Rangers. We've been no, just no, not. They, don't. they do. They only four games against Buffalo and New Jersey after that. That's You're fine. fine. You're fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, most likely they'll there'll be a, most likely the Isles will be fine. But they still gotta win those games. They they just haven't gotten their shit together. Game, I didn't get to watch the game at all tonight, but uh, from the looks of it, not great. 18 shots to 32. We lost one nothing. Looks like Sorokin stood on his head from just the stats. It's the respect. So, so I, I'll take a look at it later. But anyway, um, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Like we've, It's been the same story for the last few weeks. I was looking at my, my previous notes, and it's very similar. Uh, ever since Lee's been gone down and you know we, we've made the trades and we're trying to make this the Zajac and – Paul Mary fit in, and um, today they had three different lines, three new lines. The only only line that was the same as the fourth line. Identity lines didn't change. Everything else, though, they're just trying to make make it work, and um, it's been a struggle. Uh, you know, losing Lee has been rough, and um, they've been early on in that. After that happened, they were making, they were still winning games. You know, making <clears throat> edging teams out or having a blowout here and there. Um, even this last week, they were one, one, and one, uh, not playing, not counting tonight's game. Um, and so even though they were one, one, and one, like I watched those games and they weren't aside from the Ranger game where they blew them out, uh, the, the two games against the, uh, the caps, they, they, there was one game that they lost in the shootout, super tight playoff like game. They just couldn't get any kind of, um, after the first period where they were dominant, um, and then the second, third periods, second, third period, they didn't really have the same luster. And it's kind of been their same MO for the last few months. First period would dominate well. Second period, just one of the worst teams in hockey in the second period. Third period catch up. That's been kind of the way that they've been playing. Um, and uh, the third, they, they lost in the shootout, but the third game was just, they were, they didn't even show up enough. It's just another one of these things where just, they're, they're looking lost in a lot of the, uh, Offensive zone, um, looking lost in just a lot of areas aside from just play defensively, always play well. The system is really keeping them in the game, and um, it's pretty apparent. And so uh, I think it's it's going to be kind of tough with uh, essentially with uh, Barry's infinite lineup shuffle he's got going on here. He's going to have to figure out really what 
what works uh, in the next five, six games before the playoffs start because, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're at, I think, eight games left. Is it time to break up the identity line? Look, I, I I've seen so. them try to put Martin on the power play. I've seen them try to do a number of different yeah. things to replace and do things Lee was always doing. But mm-hmm. is it time to, to, to break up that line and try to spread the wealth around a little bit? I don't know if it does because that line works really well together. But none I of the like... other four aren't. So 25% of the lineup is working well, but 75% isn't. You're not going to win many hockey games like that. Well, true, but you know, I don't. They've tried this experiment with Sezikis and Sezik and uh, Clutterbuck and Martin on different lines and like third and second line. They put, I think they've at times put, you know, obviously put Martin on the power play sometimes. But those those experiments don't typically work well. They really are fourth line. They really do well together. They have a real good like reason for them to be together. They hit everything, play defensively well, and grind it out. I don't think you change that lineup. I think they just they need to figure out with all this these forwards they have, not to mention the guys they've already have on the team that were either riding the pine or you know on the taxi squad, or just you know not producing. I mean they have they have the the, the guys to do it. They just for some reason it's just not clicking right now. And so I don't care how, if it doesn't click for the next few games as long as they in the playoffs and they can figure it out when the playoffs start. When they they get there, it's when it really starts to be the. You know, what line is Paul Marion? Who's he skating with? He's been moving around. Um, they haven't put him with Barzal full time, uh, like a full game yet. I feel like that's a no brainer. I don't know why is, they haven't done that. I know. Um, I, I think the, the idea is they don't like to put, or at least Barry seems to like want to have a grinder on there with him. Uh, they don't break up Eberly and, and Barzal a lot. They, they rarely break those two up. They play really well together, but I guess the thought is that they need a guy that can get in and do in front of the net, uh, grind it out. Get the puck he to can them. do that. He can do that. I don't, I don't doubt it. It's just, I don't get the, like the reason maybe it's just in practice. It doesn't look good. I don't know. Mm. It's hard to say, weird. but very weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, he's the guy I first thought they'd put on there. It made no sense. And if you're going to get a left wing, you know, and, and if, if it wasn't Palmieri, why get him? Why not just right. go get, why not go for Hall? If he was the guy that would, you know, be a left wing on the, the where you lost a left wing on your top line, why wouldn't that make sense? But I don't know. Uh, it's it's kind of like the are we gonna figure it out before we get there? And then um, if we don't, we're gonna be out. For, we're gonna be out of the playoffs quick. If we do figure it out, and we maybe, maybe we make some noise, but it, they gotta get their shit together. I've seen them play really well in throughout the year, and I've seen them, you know, lately just really not look like they don't want to be there some games some games so it's uh it's it's not not that it's a lack of effort it's just a lack of like cohesion and, and just they're not feeling each other where they're supposed to be um that's what happens when you just try to figure out you know the line mates and everything but I, I just don't get it i feel like they could have just made a couple changes here and there and try to force it you know or figure out one line but it just seems like uh as they keep changing things, it makes it harder and harder. So those are my points. Uh, hoping, um, hoping they figure it out. But uh, those Ranger games are going to be really important, and they should be pretty good games. I think maybe maybe we start to see some feistiness in that game. Maybe that's what they need. Maybe Martin needs to go beat the shit out of somebody and be a giant hit or whatever it is to spark the team. They already did that. When? You mean? Oh, yeah. Last game, you mean? Or the 6-1 game? Yeah. Well, maybe it was, do it again. No, it, it was hard to to, to... – come back from from losing truba like that so and he's still not back truba so right and and that's that's the kind of thing that they they need but you know 
sometimes it's a game they just they just get into a bunch of fights or something. I don't know. Bring up the goons. Let them all fight. Tom blew through his four points and has somehow made 49 more points since then. How is that possible? <laughs> From my first yeah. point, I'd like to discuss the Pittsburgh Penguins radio broadcast. Yay! I had cool. the pleasure of being in the car last Thursday and yeah. listening to the game on XM radio. Because it was on XM, they took the home feeds broadcast. Now, it wasn't their traditional radio broadcaster, the scratch my back with a hacksaw guy. It was some young kid. And he made a point to go on and on and on about how graceful Sidney Crosby was while tripping over the back of the goal. <laughs> he went to, def he was behind the goal. He went to defend somebody who was on the crease. He tripped over the net, fell on the back of the net, and this guy went on and on and on about how graceful it was. He didn't break his collarbone? He didn't break his collarbone. <laughs> he didn't knock out anybody's teeth. Wow. It was amazing that nobody was injured on the play. But this douchebag felt the need to, and I can't stress it enough, say how graceful Sidney Crosby was. But did he just say it was graceful or did he? He said he was graceful in the way he fell on the back of the net. That was the exact quote. Yes, he's ridiculous. Uh, big shout out to Matt Tennyson, who scored his first NHL goal since December 15th, 2015. Wait, 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 wait. Can you say that again? Big shout out to Matt Tennyson, who Not scored all his. Of it. Oh, December 15th, 2015. That was the last now, time he scored a goal. Now, I will say he has been up and down between the NHL and the AHL since then. So it's a total of 98 games that he's played in the NHL and not scored a goal. Yeesh. Why is this guy still Woof. on the fucking team? Well, they don't really have anybody left to put out there, right? <laughs> I can You're go out the there and show. my odds are scoring are exactly the same as his. Uh, you got a good slap shot. He's not a good defender, so that's not why he's out there. He's tall. Wow. Okay. Good point. Yeah, he's tall. Okay. He has more the muscles in his, in his pinky than you do in your entire body. I don't know about that. I don't know. Really? <laughs> I, 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 would, I would beg to differ. Do you want to see my abs? I've been working out. Yes, I do. I bet you that's, do. Good. that's a good pinky. Right now. Mm. I bet you do. The Devils just ended their 10-game losing streak. And in the process, doubled their point total for the month of April. Check state. Today is the 27th of April. They went from two points to four points. That's wow. not good. That's, That's a bad month. Not good. I'm a mathematician and I could say, you know, I could I have a degree to back up the fact that, that that's a bad month. To end the to end the 10 game losing streak. The Devils lost back-to-back -back games where they gave up four goals in each game. And by doing so, they lowered the goals against average in that 10-game losing streak from, from 5.1 to 4.9. So that's how pathetic they've been this last, ha last half of the season. Uh, thankfully, to wrap up, the Devils are done playing the Rangers, Penguins, Sabres, and Capitals. They were most dominant against the Buffalo Sabres, going 4-3-1 for nine points. Only totaled four points against both the Rangers and Penguins, and only a measly two points versus the Capitals. Oof. And that wraps up 
why they've played so shitty. So are those mm-hmm. Devils Islander games uh, at at the Rock, or are they in uh, Long Island? The Ranger games, the Devils games. No, no, Devils Island. They Devils are. Games. They're at home. Both, Isles are home. They're both in the barn, as those tools like to say. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping there'd be a Pat Sajak night. Actually, uh, no. Steve, the, the 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 last regular season game in the barn will be the, uh, against the Devils, the second game, depending on how far you're I actually the saw – I think I saw on Twitter I, an updated picture of the construction of the new place, and it looks really nice. Getting there. It's going to be – You were looking at the Islanders' new home when you were on the shitter? I was it, checking my Twitter. While I was on the shitter. That's what you do. I don't know if you knew that, Bill. That's what you do. I mean, he does have an Android device. They probably don't have the Twitter app yet. You can't, you actually can't operate an Android when you're pooping. And that's why it's the worst phone ever, because when do you really use your phone? When you're on the toilet. You can only only stream one way, right? You can only upload, you can't download. Yeah, that too. Oh, that's a shit joke. Whack, whack. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) That's a good one. So, so the Edmonton Oilers have played what 46 games 43 games I mean you're looking at the stats obviously you would know better than us well no I'm, I just I just see one stat in particular are you looking at their record what does it add up to is it 46 or 46? what are the numbers Tom what are the numbers Connor McDavid has 81 points hey I don't know if you know this or not that guy's pretty fucking good holy shit balls 81 points. I, I'll tell you, you want to talk numbers. For all you guys complained about Mika Zabinijad, he's up to 19 goals on the season, right? Yeah. That's not too shabby. No, well, he played the Flyers four times. The record. I, mean, I, I only sing praise for Zabinijad. Every no, time I'm saying playing, the Rangers fans, he, the crybaby Rangers fans all complain. Those guys, those guys are idiots. What yeah. do you listen to them? Crybaby Ranger fans. Yes, that's right. We were concerned about him in the beginning of the year. Yeah concerned it was a show what y'all know he's good he's really good well look he had issues with the covid in the beginning of the year and look he came back pretty well from it we're not saying that that's they played 46 games by the way 86 46 points. games yes 28 16 and 2 is 46 games billy how many points is that in the regular season <laughs> i was just breaking out the calculator to figure that out because i knew that was coming next so 81 divided by 46 and then multiply it by 82 that's about 144.4 points. What was the last season. time the NHL? How do you don't register point four points? points. How do you, that's, that that's, like, a, that's a tough one. Well, I think you round down. You pass it to a guy who passes it to a guy who passes to a guy who scores? Well, no, then you don't get a point. Maybe point maybe four. that's maybe you get like a partial assist. Like if somebody takes a shot, it deflects off you, and then it deflects off somebody else, and then into the net. Hmm. What was the last time the NHL had 144 points? 28 guy? and 53 for 81 points. In a while. Probably like a bit. Lemieux, maybe. It's probably Eddie Olchek. Mentioned him. And we're still only in second place behind my beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, but they got two games in hand. That still won't help them. But go like, Leafs, I mean, go. Go Leafs, go. I think that's what playing, they said. He's playing against all Canadian teams. I, I can understand why he's got that many. Points. That's true. It's very true. He really should have two hundred points. Not not a projection of two hundred points. He should have two hundred points. <laughs> I'd probably have 60 points for the season if I was playing against all uh, Canadian teams. Uh, okay, yeah, not me now. Yeah. Me, me, no, me, yeah. me 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to go 20? 
No, ten, no, ten years ago is when I scored four goals. You would, game. you would lead the NHL in uh, batted balls out of the end zone, I think. But there's no, well, there's no end zone. Not even the right sport. If you're not going to take this seriously, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yankees beat the Orioles tonight, five-one. What? Corey Kluber with his first win as a New York Yankee. But who could they have possibly beaten? They lost to Matt Harvey yesterday. <laughs> How could they have beaten anybody? I saw the winning pitcher and I giggled hard. <laughs> My wife said, "What are you reading?" I was like, "Nothing." <laughs> Matt and Harvey, unbelievable. I heard he, I heard he pitched well in spring training. I guess he's, he's what two and one on the year. Good for him. Yeah, with like an ERA over five, but, yeah, but who does, what pitcher doesn't have an ERA over five besides <laughs> Jacob Degrom? Jacob Degrom has more RBIs this year than runs he's allowed. Or sorry, Tom, for Tom RBI, not RBI. Sorry, I know you're runs bad a stickler for that. Runs and bad. and his batting average is higher than his ERA. Oh, I read that somewhere. Man, Harvey four twenty six year year. It's uh, funny his his ERA is actually equal to Tom's IQ point three eight. Wow, that's not right. Wow, nope. that's mean. That's wow, mean. That really mean. You deserve it's it. Very, oh my. That's very. That's very. That's cancelable. I think. Go grout a toilet. Uh, no, I did that. Oh my god. I, by the way, I learned something about a wax ring. Wait, and you if you don't buy the right size wax wax ring, how come we can't get a leak? People? You get a leak in your toilet. Yeah. So Didn't I didn't you, buy the oh. right size wax ring, and all of a sudden this morning, I come downstairs and I'm in my office working. And my wife goes, "We have a leak." I was like, "Oh shit." is leaking so I sent, her, the... I sent her to home depot and she bought the uh the big one uh, she yeah the, i bet she did she bought the uh, she's such a fucking size queen she bought the corky wax ring for your toilet and this one this is great it's not wax that wax is disgusting by the way and you know you can I throw put, packaging out you don't have I, to keep it on the floor in your office my, well I, I, points? I haven't thrown it out yet yeah, no, I, I, fucking the house was built in 2006. I've only lived here for three years now. 80, 86 points on just this toilet. And, and you look down in that hole, and it's the most disgusting thing you'll ever see in your entire life. And it wouldn't be so bad That's if she it said. was my house. But Here's a news flash, everyone. Tom says if you look at shit, it's disgusting. <laughs> Ooh, Thanks, funny. buddy. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Even you're the welcome. new wax is gross, though. Even the uh, guys, you're right. even the it guys is. who position themselves in the porta potty so they can look up at women's vaginas think that shit is disgusting. But this is not made of wax. It's made of uh, some like other micro something material. It's way better. You got the package right there. Just read what it says. What is it made of? It's all the way down there. Shut up. Wax Why are you picking up the package and reading from it? You know, point number nine hundred and sixty-three on bathroom <laughs> renovation. Here we go. Replaces wax. It's wax free. So hey, is... you know what we haven't said tonight? Fuck the Flyers. Fuck, Fuck the Flyers. I thought you were gonna do that when you were like, "We finally beat the Flyers." I'm they, like, they won. I didn't have to. They won. I didn't have to. But you did. Oh man, we beat you them. Always do that. We we already fucked them. They are making that walk of shame. Hopefully, their coach is making them walk from Newark to Philly. <laughs> Why they got another game in, in Newark on Thursday night? Jesus Christ, Tom! It was a joke. Well, why would they walk back to Philly? Then they have to come all the way back to Newark. Maybe he's making them walk to the hotel in Newark. I heard it was nice out tonight. So, I mean, that wouldn't be so bad. It is. It's actually really nice out tonight. I mean, so that wouldn't be so bad. 86 degrees tomorrow. Wow. Anybody Mm. playing? You playing hooky? Mm, No. (laughs) Yeah, like you have to worry. Like Mikey's really going to listen to this. (laughs) Brian listens. Hi, Brian. 
Hey, Brian. Hi, Boner. What's up, buddy? <laughs> love that guy. I, you've never met him. He's a listener. I, oh, okay. I, I love our listeners. He is one of our about? listeners that does not live in India. Yep. Germany. Or Germany. Right. Those, those are my favorite kind. Listeners that don't live in Germany or India, but we have listeners that live in uh, What I meant was you're all my favorite kind. There, uh. there you go. All right. I think I, I, I think on that note, I think we're I think we're done for the night. Uh, a big thank you to Adam Duritz for uh, for producing a new song after seven years. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals when you're on the shitter. Check the Twitter, Facebook, friends and rivals podcast, YouTube. Same thing. Click comment and share. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a rating because it really does help out our show. Billy, sing us out. Oh.